Our message this morning comes to us from the gospel text just read from St. John and the other text for this Pentecost festival. It must have been difficult for the disciples. Ten days ago, Jesus was taken away from them for the second time. The past two months had been something of a roller coaster ride for him. Jesus had triumphantly entered into the city of Jerusalem. He was betrayed by one of their own, arrested, brutalized, crucified. Other people had buried him, and the disciples, they mourned. But then Jesus rose. He appeared to them and to many others over the many days, right before their eyes. And now, after they had seen him taken up into heaven, they were left wondering, waiting. I wouldn't be surprised if they had questions. What's going to happen next? They certainly had questions when Jesus was with them. Our reading that we just heard from John's gospel includes one of those questions, one of Jesus' answers to such questions. But how are they supposed to get an answer now that Jesus is no longer with them? Fifty days after Easter, Pentecost, one of the major Jewish festivals, now dawns upon Jesus' disciples in an uncertain world. In those days, two months ago, as Jesus bid farewell to the disciples, he told them many things, most of which probably didn't become clear to them until the Holy Spirit came down upon them at Pentecost. If Jesus' word, if it was simply human, like everything else that they had heard, like what we hear mostly from day to day, what certainty could it have brought them? Our words, even our wise words, our kind words, they go only so far. They last only so long. So if Jesus' word was simply human, he'd be just another dead philosopher or sage, somebody in the history books along with all the rest. But then Jesus rose. He ascended into heaven. And he sent the Holy Spirit to be with his people. The past two months for the disciples had confirmed the divine promise Jesus had given to them. The word you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Jesus brings the Father's word into our lives, into our world. He did his Father's work on earth so that God's love could be known, not obscured, not hidden away, not dependent on human effort, but given to an uncertain world that needed certain hope. Jesus, who is the Word made flesh, both did everything that we needed to do to live according to his Father's instruction, and he took our place to carry the consequences of our failures to live that way. So listening to God's word in the gospel just a few moments ago, were you wondering, do I love Jesus? Do I love him if I haven't kept his word? Does God love me if I have not done what he would have me do in life? Well, you know what? The truth is that each and every one of us have regularly failed to follow and obey the Father's instruction, which comes to us through his word in the scriptures. You probably think back to those times where you have let 
your own pride guide your path, direct your ways. Like the people of Babel, you decided to follow your own path in this uncertain world. That's why humanity was exiled from Eden, exiled from fellowship with God. But our pride, it fails us. Our strength fails us. And we're still left to find our way in this uncertain world. That's why Pentecost is so important. It's why it is part of the church's calendar year after year, millennia on. Pentecost is the fulfillment of Jesus' promise as God again gives himself to his people. Indeed, God the Holy Spirit is making people to be his own at Pentecost as he delivers that peace that Jesus won for humanity. This peace, this shalom, completeness, wholeness, restoration of the way things are meant to be, that is what the Holy Spirit is pouring out upon the world. The exiles, they're brought back in. The people scattered by divine action at Babel are then brought back in, gathered together, united by divine action at Pentecost. The Spirit points us to Jesus. The Spirit points us to our Savior. The Spirit brings us peace in Christ who lived, suffered, died, rose, and ascended for us. The Spirit makes the Father's word of life known to us so that everyone might have the fellowship with their Heavenly Father that humanity lost in Eden by letting our pride be our guide. Everything that's happening today in worship, the decorations, the music, the singing, all of it is to point us to Jesus. It is to confess Jesus as our Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. You and I, we are here now because we have certain hope in Christ. And that is certainly hope that the world needs. The Spirit's at work, even now, revealing Christ to the world through his church. God continues to make people his own through his grace in Christ, using the word that we share, the word that we live as you live out God's instruction, as you follow Jesus' self-giving lead throughout life, you are pointing to the hope that you have. You are sharing the peace that this world can't give. In our life together as the church, even though it might be imperfect at times, as we treat each other with grace, as we care for one another, we get to see and model the new life that the Holy Spirit brings into the lives of people like us who need it. Even as he did on Pentecost, the Spirit works through ordinary people and does extraordinary things, pointing the world to Christ. The flags from the nations of the world, many of which are countries which are represented by ESL students who gather here to learn at St. John's. They flank our sanctuary today. They're a reminder, the reminder that the gospel we have been given to share is not restricted to people who look like you or sound like you. As we join in the Lord's Prayer today before we receive his gift of Holy Communion, you're welcome to pray it aloud in your native language. 
Now, most of us here, we do not speak the ancient languages of Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic. And yet still, the Holy Spirit has called and gathered us, making us God's people. There is no one kind of Christian, but there is only one Christ. He is the one in whom you can have certain hope in this uncertain world. You're no longer in exile. You are the people of God. On Pentecost, 50 days after Easter, this is the joy of our Lord that brings us together in sharing today. By the working of the Holy Spirit, you have peace with your Father in heaven who has indeed come to make his home with you. His promise is sure. And his word is certain. Amen.